1: Big story kind of came out today, and it was all about the failure to launch. And it was a really very close call for two astronauts who had to be ejected from the Soyuz rocket. Like it's it's not like it was just taking off. This thing was pretty high up, and they were like ninety seconds into the flight, and that's when the booster rockets fell away. Uh-huh. Is
0: it emergency booster,
1: two minutes, 45 seconds, the emergency, the failure of the booster. They keep pretty calm, eh? Now that's a a pretty steel spine. But nonetheless, the launch took place in Kazakhstan and the astronauts were uh, heading into a six-month mission to the International Space Station. They were there to get the old crew out and replace the crew and bring them supplies and all the rest. They're going to be fine. But what does it mean moving forward? Because the Russian Soyuz is the only way we can get anybody up to space and back. And in December, we have a Canadian astronaut scheduled to head up to space. So what happens? And does this derail space exploration or actually speed it up? Let's bring Zach Trolley into the conversation. He is an engineer, space evangelist, as he calls himself, and he trained to go to Mars. So his life is all about space exploration and of course when the story broke i thought of him and he wrote about this today he joins me now zach you are probably the most enthusiastic guy i know about space and how do you view what happened today is this a step back is it just part of the exploration
0: well it's definitely part of exploration um anytime we do anything in space it's it's extremely dangerous um and right now, we're not sure what, um, what the outcome is going to be. Um, everyone made it back safely. But there are still people on the International Space Station that don't really have a way home. So that's a bit concerning.
1: Yeah, just slightly. So take us through, like, what happened today? Is this at all like what happened to the shuttle flight years ago that exploded where the, the um, devices didn't move? Like, what happened?
0: It, it's unclear right now. Um, what we know is that halfway through, Um, The second stage burn, something went wrong with one of the solid rocket boosters. That's what the current theory is. Um, And then the emergency eject systems all worked perfectly. Mm -hmm. So that's good news. Um, And it sent sent the astronauts back on a rough ride. Um, But right now, um, you know, if you're working in NASA or uh, Roscosmo in Russia, I tell you, today's a really busy day because they're working around the clock to figure out exactly what happened.
1: Well, sure. And and, and slightly terrifying for the two astronauts aboard, because while they are okay now, um, this was 90 seconds into flight and you say it was the second phase burn. So what kind of danger? I mean, it sounds like such a stupid question, but what kind of danger would they have been in in that particular area?
0: Um, I mean, a lot um you know the a rocket is basically a bomb going off in one direction so you know if something went wrong um it, it could be absolutely catastrophic so the, the emergency systems basically um push the capsule away um from the, the the boosters and send it back down to earth um it was a very um it was a ballistic trajectory which mm-hmm. meant basically fell um and, um, and and had a very rough ride. Um, and of course, family and friends are also watching this launch from the launch pad. So, um, you know, their wives and children are watching this this flight in real time and they can see the, you know, the explosion happening in the sky. So it would have been terrifying to be on the ground to, to watch this happening in real time.
1: Right, and so a couple of questions then come to mind: How much further could these guys have gone? I mean, they're pretty high up, first of all, and is this device built so that they can eject at any time, or is there a limit to how high up they can go?
0: They were they were almost at orbit. So if they made it to orbit, they probably would have stayed there and could have come down on a um, on a on a normal reentry. Um, and this was, I mean, this is almost the limit of where the safety systems would not have worked. So. Um, a really nail-baiting um, experience for everyone involved. Um, but it, again, these things got engineered after, you know, m- many accidents and many other issues that happened in the past. Um, and, we, and, you know, it's by the, the grace of great engineering that these systems actually worked and brought them home safely.
1: Sure. And so that begs the question, were these lessons learned from the Space Shuttle uh, Challenger explosion? Is this the takeaway from that of um, the safety mechanisms now put into place?
0: They're, they're two different systems. Um, I think the culture has played a part mm-hmm. um, in that. Now, the, the question is, they're going to be doing a, um, a review on the rocket like they did on the shuttle. Um, it took almost two years after um, the Columbia disaster for the shuttle to fly again. The Soyuz is the only rocket right. that can get to the International Space Station. Um, those guys that are up there right now, they don't have two years to wait. Mm-hmm. So it's, the clock is ticking right now.
1: You're talking about those who are on the International Space Station. And, as I understand, because you wrote a paper on this today, there's a Canadian astronaut also scheduled to head up into space, I guess, to the space uh, station in December. Does all that stop now?
0: So that's the big question. Um, there are six people on the space station right now. Um, three of them were due for crew rotation. That's what this launch was. two Two people are coming were going there. And three people were coming back. So there's three people on the station right now that are supposed to be on their way home and they're not coming home. Um, David St. Jacques was supposed to fly in December to relieve um, the other six or the other three people. So right now everyone on the space station is there until further notice. Um, It's unclear what's going to happen in December because if they send up one rocket, they have six people wanting to come home and only three seats. So, it's going to be very interesting how this all plays out on how to get people back home.
1: Yeah, I have to think that might play with your mind a little bit. You know, you're excited, your bags are packed, you're ready to see your family, and then all of a sudden you see this crash happen, you hear about it, and you realize, oh, my God, I could be stuck here for a long time. So what then psychologically or mentally would be going on in that particular area? Or does the training kick in where they say, we'll get home, no worries?
0: I, I you know, the, the, the training kicks in. They have enough supplies. Um, to last them, w- what's concerning is, is if they send up, let's say, a, a blank rocket to get these guys home, um, what might up, end up happening is the International Space Station might end up with, uh, with no crew for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's been almost 20 years that station has been um, crewed 24-7. So if it doesn't, um, you know, all the experiments um, on board will have to be halted. All the science will have to stop. Um, it's never been in automatic mode, so we don't know how that's going to work. So, you know, they're working on NASA and Ross Cosmo are working on, um, contingency plans right now. Um, and I'm sure they're, they're thinking of all these things through, um, SpaceX and Boeing, they're working on their rockets to get people to the international space station, but those are not going to be ready for another year. So it's, it's, you know, it's a rock and a hard place right now. There are new systems coming online. They're not ready yet. So, what do we do?
1: Yeah. Well, interestingly, you know, the last administration, the Obama administration, really didn't um, support uh, space initiatives like the new president. Maybe this will kickstart President Trump to say, okay, we can't just rely on uh, the Russian Soyuz. You know, we have to have our own instruments, and and this could, in fact, expedite any uh, investment into uh, space exploration. Is that how you see it?
0: It, It's really, I mean, Space is an international effort. Yeah. Um, the International Space Station um, has been beautiful for international diplomacy. We have all these countries working together on uh, on one goal in you know peacefully up up in, up until now. Um, there were some sanctions um, during the Obama era against Russia, um, and you know that kind of spurred on some of the um, American innovation in building their own rockets. Um, there there's a there's a german up there in space right now um again there's a you know canadians coming up so it's a big international effort um everyone wants to see it succeed mm-hmm. so we'll we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what end, ends up happening um but a lot of this stuff you can't really speed up so yeah. you can't go building a new rocket just uh you know in in two months Um, So in the short term, unless you're Elon Musk, uh,
1: you know, unless you're Elon Musk, you know,
0: (laughs) absolutely. But then, you know, he he has some friends and enemies uh, in the space uh, um, industries as well. So in the short term, there's, you know, it's not much we can do. And moving on the longer term, this might spur on uh, more um, commercial um, and private activities just so that there are, you know, there's more backup. Right. Um, Right now, Russia is the only person flying. If you had a few companies flying, now you got options. Right yeah. now we have very few options.
1: Well, we'll see where this is going because, you know, we don't talk about space often unless something bad happens. And so maybe this will readjust the focus to say, OK, let's f- figure out where we're going here with exploration and make the investment.
0: We Absolutely. Will, that, yeah. that would be fantastic to see um, more options and, uh, and, and more investment in space because it's, it's wonderful and it would be an absolute disaster to lose the space station.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate your insight into this, and uh, we'll uh, keep in touch and see where this takes us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Zach. That is Zach Trolley joining us tonight. So we will see what happens here. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.